Brandon. My mouth Call dropped. your mother. <laughs> Do you speak to your mother with that mouth? Oh my god, and I'm my shocked. Mouth I'm literally blushing. Dropped. You can see me on the Zoom. I'm literally <laughs> blushing right now. Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degian and Kristen Mandela. This episode is going to be a doozy. Oh, baby. <laughs> for all my service industry friends. Yes. Like, we're here with you. Or uh, people who have t- ever eaten at a restaurant and seen <laughs> a terrible person interact with a server. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be talking all about our experiences working in the restaurant industry and the many hilarious stories we've lived to tell about. I feel like this is almost like a two-parter because it's how we you have fit. to. And we've both yeah. worked in service for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, we both feel like it's shaped us in a lot of ways. Definitely. So we want to share this all with you. So Chris, let's get to it. <laughs> oh God, I'm ready. Okay. Like what was your arch? Like what was your first job in the service industry? What was it like? Uh, let's go back in the time <laughs> machine <laughs> to little old Chris. I was in like second or third year university, I was trying Mm -hmm. to save up money to go to Peru. There was like a volunteer slash like backpacking trip that was happening where you like volunteered for half of it and then you got to backpack for some of it. And it was just like so up my alley, right? Yeah, And But I was obviously a broke university student and had no uh, real money of my own. So I was like, okay, perfect. There's this great new patio that's opening up in my area. I'm going to apply there. But I'd never worked at a bar before. So I was taking a little bit of a chance, but I'd done like a few kind of customer servicey things, like you know those people that like give out the the samples at like LCBO and like at the liquor store and stuff like that. I did that um, for a while, so I was like, that'll be the same, not the Mm -hmm. same, not at all the Mm -hmm. same. So I go in. I'm wearing a skirt that's way too short, but it was the only black oh, skirt that I had oh, because I'm trying to be professional and she calls me out on it. I really liked her actually. She was like, okay, so that's way too short, but I really dig your vibe. And I'm I so actually- happy she said that that was way too short. Yeah. No, I she- was expecting it to go the other oh, way. Oh, no, no. It's not like a tilted skirt situation. She was like very kind of like one of those like sassy ants who like yes, says things that. That, like, but okay. like not in a sa- like, not in, like in a trying to be an asshole way like she was quite sweet and she was like okay at the end of the interview she's like I really like you I want to take a chance even though you don't have any experience we're just going to train the crap out of you and you'll be ready for patio season and I was Perfect. like oh god amazing because even though obviously for service industry stuff the hourly isn't that good but I figured I lived I grew up in a, in a decent neighborhood so I was like okay hopefully the tips and stuff will be enough totally. for me to make I think I had to save like three grand or something over the course of um a summer so I was like that's doable when you're living when you're living at home yeah and I wasn't doing too much so I definitely was it the (laughs) I think back (laughs) because it's a little bit of PTSD for me only because we had to wear (laughs) the dumbest fucking outfits (laughs) we literally had to wear this like tight 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 pencil skirt okay and it's like that acrylic thing so it like just traps all the heat yes yes in between your thighs like you're just like melting yeah and I had to wear these stupid wedge heeled oh, flats like I guess like not wedge. like kitten heel yeah wedges, you have to you wear know what I mean they're like an inch or two like nothing crazy but just like which I later found out is actually illegal. for safety purposes oh no, it's for safety purposes. You have to wear like a one inch so that oh. if there's anything lying around on the floor it doesn't get in your foot. Like Weird. it's not, you can't wear flats. That's why like they're fine with like the running shoes ish. Okay. Anyway, sidetrack, but no, I did good. find I that mean, out later. I don't, 
I, I don't know. These ones were really definitely pushing it for me. And also yeah, yeah, it yeah. was during the hot sun, like the hot summer mm-hmm. sun on the patio, almost exclusively wearing a black pencil skirt mm-hmm. with these like whatever these crappy things that were just eating my feet alive yeah and i forget it was like a button down it just like was not the vibe like it was just not a cool looking outfit at all also hard to like bend over and pick up stuff like it's just like not a very like usable thing you know what i mean and it was awful it was it was pretty rough and i feel like my neighborhood that i I worked in was so interesting because there's a lot of money in the neighborhood but for whatever Mm. reason they'd order a bunch like we have a huge bill but the tipping was not good and actually, my neighborhood is known for that, funnily really? enough, the neighborhood that I grew up in. Yeah, it's known to not have super generous clientele. Wow. So I still I still made good money, but it was kind of like... Not as much as you were going to expect. A, yeah, like I definitely, I made my goal, but it was just like, I thought I was going to be like roll, I thought it was going to be like stripper money. You know what I mean? I thought <laughs> I was going to be rolling around in like loonies and toonies. And yes. it was like just shy of that. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it definitely was like... It was short and sweet. I was only there for a few months, obviously. I learned how to wait like big sections in the heat. And like the only thing that was probably a little bit awkward for me is that because it was in my own neighbor that I grew up in, every time I had a shift, I was waiting on people's families that I knew. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, like that's my ex-boyfriend's parents that are sitting over there. They're they're obviously in my section. You know what I mean? Or like anyway. So in that way, it was weird. And like the manager turnover was wild. Like we had four managers in the few months that I was there and every single one got more and more like a dictator. Like the first woman, like I told you, really cool down to earth, definitely got service. And then as it got on, it was just like, they were, they were basically like the worst types of managers where they're like, why did you like this well that's wrong when did you when did you clock in oh that gosh. table and i'm and like service, oh my god i'm like, literally gonna have a, a an anxiety manager. attack I'm yeah, yeah, <laughs> anxiety yeah. attack yeah um but it was a good learning it was a big stiff learning curve but i think that's kind of mm-hmm. you kind of have to get thrown into the shit and i feel like that's one thing about service we'll get into like what we learned obviously later in the episode but i think you have to think on your feet and you kind of just got to believe so in yourself <laughs> yeah 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 that sounds gonna be like yeah okay, i'm gonna be in the shift for six hours it's probably gonna suck ass and you're but, also like thinking so far ahead. Yeah. So and and oh you're my god, doing for all sure the time at management, the same which, time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I want to hear yeah. about your first job though. So, yeah. So my first job actually, and I consider it, I guess, service. So it was when I was fifteen. Again, like like you, I got it because I was invited to go to Boston with the all boys school. Um, mm, cute. And so as their singer (gasps) so my parents said okay you can go they'll like they'll pay for the trip but I had to pay for my spending money and it was kind of like just get a job whatever blah 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 so um I applied to Longo's the grocery store yes of course as a cashier which also at the time was like a huge dream to be a cashier at Longo's was your dream I just wanted to be a cashier like I thought it was so much fun to do the boop 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 and the like computer and stuff I just I I love you you're special yeah I know I mean it's a great job so talk about a glow up, you know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but when I was 15, I applied and you're technically like not allowed to handle money until you're 16. Anyway, I reiterated that so many times throughout my interview. They still hired me as a cashier, trained me. I worked for like a week actually on cash. And then they called me the day before my shift saying, hey, just realize you're not 16 yet. We need to put you in either bakery or kitchen. And my sweet tooth did all the talking and I was like, put me in the bakery coach, (laughs) like a hundred percent. Love it. So that was like my first time, like being like working in service, I guess. Cause like I was working, oh my gosh, it was 
I was 15, yeah, 15, 16. And it was just so much fun working in a grocery store because there were so many young people when I first yeah, started. Yeah, totally. Like, I had, like, my first, like, real crush at that grocery. Like, it just, like, so much, you know? Love it. Um, And then I worked there for three years until my first year of university, until, like, after my first year. Okay. Um, And then my between my third and fourth year, when I was basically deciding that I was going to pursue an arts career – Right. I was like, I need a Joe job. So like a regular a Joe side job? job. Oh, like a It's like the job that Joe. keeps you afloat when you're I see. auditioning. I like and, that. I'm going to call yeah. it a Joe job. Yeah. So I was like, I need Sounds a Joe sexual. job. I know. <laughs> um, and job. I was like, it's going to be serving. I knew which restaurant I wanted to work at, but I didn't have any experience actually working in a restaurant. Right. So I applied. They didn't take me because they knew I had no experience and I was going back to school. Mm. So I ended up applying to this like disgusting hole in the wall by my oh, parents' God. place. It's like your neighborhood dive. <sighs> I was paid in cash. The management and owner was gross. So Ew. that's why I said when you were saying how your manager was like, your skirt is too short. You were this like, guy, God. this he was like, owner, your skirt's not short enough. Your, I had to wear black pants and a tank top, and I guess I wore a crew neck tank top because it was like really gross, disgusting guys that would come in there. Of course. And he told me that my tank top, my shirt wasn't low enough. And I, he said, so okay. please tomorrow come in with a lower cut top because that's what they want to see. Ew, 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 ew. You're Tell a child. Tell me about also it. Barf. And so, Actually, I guess you're yeah, not a child anymore, but still. I think I was like 20, 21. So that morning, the next morning before my shift, I went to Old Navy and I bought a crew neck t-shirt and I, I wore you. it every single day. And I was like, if this guy even tries the sexual harassment, I'm yeah, going to yeah. like pull on him. And the Absolutely. fact that he's paying me in cash, like, anyway, I worked there for four months before my fourth year and four months after before I actually, um, that's a long time worked. Oh, it was brutal. Like that place was awful. My parents are even like, I can't believe we let you work at that place. Like yeah, I almost yeah, yeah. wish that we just like gave you the money. So you didn't, it just, they, <laughs> out of principle, just be like, let's, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's rough. That's not, yeah, not ideal. So, wow. It was not a great place, but oh my so that's like the, where I was. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the juicy stuff of like the stories. Right. The service industry is notorious for, for oh, having like the best and the worst. Right. More the worst, probably. More the worst, yeah. (laughs) And I feel like you and I have both worked there long enough to Mm -hmm. like have have like banked a few of them. Oh God, yeah, definitely. Like, how many restaurants would you say that you've worked at? And I've worked at I've worked at two. I've worked at multiple locations of one of them. Yes, I knew that. Okay, so I've worked at um like let's say probably close to maybe four or five and one of them was actually at the rogers center previously the Mm. sky dome in toronto which is like those they have like big suites you know what i mean where like the the like boxes that people watch like concerts and games and stuff for so that was one of them as well so i've like definitely run the gamut i've done private parties and like Mm. for bartending and for serving but more i think frequently bartending i kind of took to that a little bit more and I, I feel like it's so funny because when we talked about doing this episode, I was like, oh my God, I have so many, so many stories. And I was like, holy shit, I can't remember a single story. Because for whatever reason, I think your brain almost wants to erase yes. the trauma of being, yeah, yeah, not even a joke, like humiliated. Because some people really yeah. have shitty lives and shitty days or shitty weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to service and they want to take it out on somebody that they're not going to go home. Like, you know, they're not going to see ever again. Yeah. And I feel like that's, really unfortunately very common is Mm -hmm. 
that like feeling like a little bit like the punching bag you know what I mean and it isn't all the time like I've I've served some of the nicest people and the nicest couples the nicest groups ever yeah but the people that are rude are really rude you know what I mean like there's there's a polarizing thing there so I want to say I'm gonna do two stories I was thinking about this all day today being like what stories am I gonna say so one of them I was doing a private party and It was for an engagement party, this beautiful couple. They were like wealthy and they just bought their own house in the East End. It it. was just like such a cool, like I literally took pictures of their, I asked them if I could take pictures of their house because it was like a perfect little semi-detached house. And I was like, this design is so nice. Um, And they were very cool. It was like, they're only like a, like a few years older than me anyway. So I was like, yeah, this is not um, totally out of the realm of my potential future. And they were very sweet. Put it on the vision board, honey. Yeah, put it on the vision board. <laughs> and they just had like a bunch of people coming over to their house. And they had they just had like a few specialty cocktails. Like one of them was like kind of emblematic of, of the fiance and then the other of the other fiance. Or I don't know, fiance and fiance. Yeah, whatever, fiance and fiance. Of the couple. And as the people start coming in, there's a lot of bro-y dudes. Like the guys Ooh. that you went to high school and college yes, with start yes, rolling yes. in like right to kind of unbutton their shirt and rub bellies with the other dudes that kind of energy you know what i mean you know that energy where the they're like visual. I'm ready. we love this i came in a nice button down but it's off by the end of the night and i'm getting really yeah, yeah, sweaty yeah. and my belly's showing oh that my kind god of, it's literally yeah. that i saw these guys and i was like okay so now they're older and they're, they're maybe they have like long-term partners or like maybe they started having babies but like that frat boy energy lies within Yes, under it the never surface, goes not away. that deep under the surface either. No, you just need to bring it out of. Them. Oh my god! And it didn't take much. It only took yeah. a few of whatever that freaking cocktail was that I was making for them for them to really uh, show me their mm-hmm. true colors. And I'm gonna be honest, I was looking cute that night. I have to wear like it's just like a t-shirt and black jeans, but I was just like my skin was looking glowy, and I just had a night. It was a really good hair day for me. I remember specifically because I just was working with a buddy of mine who's also a male model. So when the two of us came in, it was like we were looking pretty good we were looking good yeah, we yeah. were looking good <clears throat> and <laughs> there was one particular gentleman who took mm-hmm. a, f- a fancy to me let's say okay quite early on and I could tell that every uh, attempt at my being regularly nice and professional was completely being repackaged <laughs> as I want this dude in my body. <laughs> like literally I, I was like, yeah, like enjoy your drink. He's like, I will. Thanks. And I'm like, no, uh, literally just being, just being a service person. Please don't yeah, yeah. make this weird. Yes. And it got to the point where he ended up, and this is no joke, standing beside the bar for the entire night beside me, asked me where I was from, what my parents did. And I eventually, it didn't take long. It took like 10 minutes for me to be like, hey, dude, just letting you know, I'm seeing somebody. I'm super happy. I'm not interested. um, But like, thanks. And I hope you have a really great night. He, Mm -hmm. this dude, and I kid you, (laughs) I kid you not, during the party when people are like, I'm still making drinks, right? He's just like standing by me so that he can just like basically corner me because I can't go anywhere. Uh, He makes me pull out my phone and show time stamped pictures of me and Andres, me and my boyfriend. To prove that what? I have a partner because otherwise we would have to go on a date. <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. I literally was like, hey, dude, I'm literally working. I, I'm not here one. for free. I'm literally, this is yeah. my job. I'm not going to be an asshole to you. They're actually paying me to be nice to you. 100%. And they're paying me handsomely, I might add him. Ha- <laughs> handsomely, and, and it, which is also not a word I would use to describe this gentleman. He was just not my kind of dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And it was just so funny because he was like, I showed a picture of him and I, Andres and I, when we were at a wedding. He's like, oh, well, that's not fair. That's probably the best that guy's ever looked. I'm like, that's actually just what he looks like all the time. You can try to like manipulate this any way you want. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere, dude. But it was just yeah. so... And this is just like a lighthearted funny story, obviously, because like who gives a shit? But it was just more funny because I was in a private event. I can't say anything. This is like the dude's yeah. best friend. Luckily, they ended up tipping quite well. And it was just like not okay. a late night. It was like such an easy shift. But it was just one of those examples of like men seeing somebody in service and romanticizing mm-hmm. the absolute holy loving shit out mm-hmm. of it and then turning that into any opportunity to like corner that person into a date or into a romance you know what I mean I'm like yeah I'm just being nice I'm literally just being nice this isn't yeah. even a horror story this is just like more of like an audacity story yes but okay. if you want I, I have honestly as you you're talking hor- like there's so more many coming. more that are like I coming. even know some of yours because I remember when you were working at one there is I'll just like, say like yeah one okay. based on like your story that okay. you just said hit me when I first started bartending yes. like I, I didn't bartend for long I bartended no. for like a few months um, I, I was so like enamored by the hot guys that would come and sit at my bar <laughs> and there was, and I would have to ask them their name cause that's how it w- what I would put the tab under. And so one guy came and sat at my bar and he was with two of his buddies and he was <sighs> smoking gorgeous. Love it. And he like, you know, and they like lean up against, they're sitting there and they're just leaning up against their bar and they're, and they're stunning arm. And like, he was, t- I love a it, good shoulder. I can't like, I, I just, I actually, I'm like blushing. Even put it down in the him. notes. I'm a yeah. big shoulder girl, shoulder we and love bums. It. We love it. <laughs> we, we love and a good I think shoulder. his name was like Brandon or something. And so I was like, it's hey, trouble. Brandon, like, how you doing? Yeah. I've never met a Brandon <laughs> in my life. And I'm like, Brandon, okay. Mrs. So I'm Aline like standing Brandon. there and I'm like, hey, Brandon, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, like, let me know, whatever, whatever. I think I'm blushing like as I'm speaking to him. And I'm like, oh my God, get your shit together. Right. And he can tell. He can obviously tell that I. Brandon I always knows. Yeah, Brandon Not knows. Not even going to joke though. That's des- that's also the name of the model friend of mine. That's Brandon, no way. But it's the same. <laughs> so anyway i like i've given him a menu his two and he's like he's feeling me too like i can tell yeah yeah his two buddies are like chatting chatting so i like finally go over after a bit of time and i'm like hey i'm like brandon are you are you all set and he's like no sorry aline and i had obviously told him my name too he's like no sorry aline i'm just like i'm not i'm not um ready yet and i said all good i was like take your time and i turned around and i heard him say Oh, trust me, I would. Ew. And I, Brandon. I my, Brandon. My mouth Call dropped. Call your mother. <laughs> Do you speak to your mother with that mouth? Oh my God, and I'm my shocked. Mouth I'm literally blushing. Dropped. You can see me on the Zoom. I'm literally blushing right now. <laughs> I know. I can you I'm blushing too. Why do I love it? Why am I giggling like a schoolgirl? I don't even know his last name. Anyway, I, when he said that, I was like. Brandon's don't I have just, last names. He knew. He knew that he, was he putting knew it I on. heard. Everybody knew that I heard and I just, I couldn't even hold it in. I know. I was, I couldn't even look, I couldn't even look at him. Was was it one of those things where you're like putting down the cup and it's like shaking? You're going (laughs) to, my hand is shaking. I'm like, can I get you anything? (laughs) My voice starts to speak. Naughty. Yeah, very. Wow. But I like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like loved it at the time. That's pretty privileged. That's on pretty privileged though. Hawkeyes can yeah. sometimes get away with being gross like that. <sighs> yeah, if it yeah, was somebody totally. else, you'd be like, I'm calling 911. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, manager, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm going home. 
yes okay anyway so sorry okay those are just just some fun that's like some lighthearted. that doesn't really those are just like you go home after shift that's actually that's a hilarious story yeah it was can i go into like some of my bad ones yes i want to hear it okay so one was actually during the pandemic i decided to go back to my restaurant and you know you Mm -hmm. and i were talking about this because i have kind of a love-hate thing with the service industry obviously i feel like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that keep me to it because it's very easy to come back to but at the same time i'm like I think sometimes it limits my personal growth because it's so easy to get yes. back to, but it's very time yeah. consuming. So, but this was pandemic. This was mid panini times. And I was like, mm-hmm. girl needs to do something besides yeah, just sit and collect cash. DI. Yeah. So I went back and it was like one of my first shifts back. So like brain is moving a little slower. I haven't mm-hmm. seen anybody. This was like maybe like last fall or something, but like numbers were getting kind of bad again. I was about to close, but I was only working there for like a month before it closed back down. And these two girls came in, young women. Um, I was, like, digging them at first. They were, like, kind of loud and into it. But, like, we had just opened inside dining. So we were, like, okay, cool. Like, obviously enjoy it. There was nobody else eating. And we had a a drink special where they could get, like, two for one or something. And they were definitely getting in it. Like, they were they were going for it, taking a lot of pictures. The restaurant that I was working at, it's gorgeous. Like, it's very mm-hmm. yeah. aesthetically. Like, the influencers come in yeah, left and beautiful. right. So... I was trying to be fun with them, whatever. It's awkward being with a mask on. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't be as charismatic. Totally. Half of the cuteness of my face is on the lower half. So it's definitely <laughs> hard to be like, show that you're not a serial. You know what I mean? You, you definitely totally, don't feel like yeah. you can evoke the same charm in service without with a mask on. I feel like I was constantly squinting my eyes because I was like trying to show them that I was smiling. You're like, I'm smiling, I swear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's just kind of awkward. They can't really hear you as well. Yeah. Whatever. I felt like they were feeling me like not in like a weird way, but like I, f- I felt like they liked me at least. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, we were vibing. I was bringing them over their drinks, whatever. There was a few things that got mixed up, like a drink order, but it was again like a miscommunication in terms of like mask wearing and all that kind of stuff. But like they definitely didn't seem to care very much. And then I was definitely a little bit rusty, but there was nobody else in the restaurant. So it was very easy to fix. Mm-hmm. Like if I ever forgot something, I was like, oh, I'll just be back in like literally 0.32 seconds because i am the only one in the restaurant serving like you know there's nobody else in the restaurant so at the end they were kind of getting a little tipsy and with that the sass was beginning to blossom from them and by sass i mean like yeah like just kind of snapping back at me a little bit and i was like okay like thought we were friends all good guess not and I guess I forgot to discount one of their drinks or something. And they were like, hey, and like did a bit of a, the snap. Ugh, yeah. Did a little bit of the uh, the server get your attention snap. Like oh I'm God, literally oh a chihuahua yes. waiting for a treat. Yeah. So I go back and I'm like, hey, so sorry about that. It's like one of my first shifts back. I'm like a little bit rusty, but like I'll obviously take this off for you. No problem. So it literally cut their entire bill in half. So they were paying like it ended up being like $48 for like they were there oh for two hours they got <gasps> appetizers all these things they didn't like one of them so I took it off the men- I took it off their bill like I was like oh trying to like at least yeah. have them be like I'm like it- this is hard to be back at you know what I mean I'm trying to make it nice for them and then they were getting out cash and I was like hey I'm so sorry like I don't have a float with me like we're not taking cash right now just like for sanitary things and she's like well you never told me that I was like oh actually there's a sign out front like whatever yeah and she was like well every single place that i've ever been to is like takes cash right now and i was like okay like i'm sorry we don't this one does so i was like i'll just talk to my manager and see if we can do anything and then my manager was like if they really can't pay any other way which they obviously could but they didn't want to yeah we'll we'll take their cash but we just can't give them any change like we literally have no cash on premises right now and so i go back and i'm like hey like yeah no worries just like i i can do it i just can't make much change for you they took the bill and they paid it with zero tip down <gasps> to the nickel and Stop. they dropped it 
slow motion style into the palm of my hand like I was Oliver Twist. I literally felt like a worm. <laughs> I can't even explain it. I felt I don't know like why. trash. It's so personal when it they was do so, that. It was so personal also because they were like, they were so affronted by the fact that I went to cash and then they literally dropped it into my hand in slow motion. I mean, in my head it was in slow motion because I was fuming yeah. mad because I was like, okay, yeah. we're playing it like this. And I guess it also was because I was already feeling quite unsafe at work because it was when it was like the second wave. Things were kind of like ramping back up again. And I'm like, I'm already like out here on a limb. You know what I mean? And then I'm I'm not getting paid. You get paid below minimum wage. So to walk out of that table that I'd spent like over two hours on and literally get no tip after having their bill with all of these Mm -hmm. discounts that I was trying to give them. I was like, okay, this is like I... I think I left that day and I was like, I don't think I'll ever do this again. I was so disheartened and I was so embarrassed because I'm like, hey, I'm good at this. Like I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it feels almost like a personal thing. I know it's not. Yeah. And it's obviously their problem, but they literally left the restaurant, Aline. They left the restaurant, putting their coats over. They looked back and laughed. Like they were giggling (gasps) to each other as they did it. And I was like, doesn't that just make you want to like run after them and be like, hey, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. Hope karma gets you. You're a bitch. I know. And I just couldn't believe it because I'm like, that's so fucking bold it's mm-hmm. so bold to drop exact change into my hand and mm-hmm. then get up and giggle while looking back i'm like are you yeah. guys like like middle school schoolyard bullies yeah. you know what i mean like it yeah. felt that level of petty so yeah that one wasn't a good one that was just like <sighs> one that i could think of recently because i was like hey that um that was no fun at all to feel like that you know what i mean oh it's it's brutal and yeah. I honestly, like I, as you were talking, I'm like, oh yeah, we've all had a story where somebody doesn't tip us. 100%. I had one where I served two ladies and it was like a Monday night mm-hmm. and they came in and they were just ordering appetizers. I didn't realize that they were just ordering appetizers. Okay. And so I, I could tell that they hadn't seen each other in a while. So I was like trying to be very cautious not to like, like over step. Yeah. 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 So I go over and ask if they needed anything. Um, can I get you another drink? I brought this one woman like multiple glasses of wine for her to try. Okay. Like I really spent like my time. Like the little sniffs or whatever. Yeah, the little, like, yeah, yeah, the uh, tasters and stuff. And then I think it was like my third time trying. They were like, no, we're good. We're just going to take the bill. And I was like, okay, no problem. But they sounded like really pissed. So they, I bring them their bill. Their bill was like 7713 or something. Right. And they left. They gave $80. And I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe they're maybe they're getting gonna like, change and then they're going to leave a, bit, a tip yeah. or whatever. So because the because this change was so short, like the 13 cents, I brought back three dollars because I was like, they'll probably like leave me a dollar and then leave their tip. To, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. They took the $3. So technically, they didn't even pay their full bill. Okay. And they walked out. And I was like, that's real. I felt off about them the whole night. So I go to my uh. manager. I'm like, hey, I'm just letting you know this happened to me. I, I don't know what I did wrong. Not I said, like, these are the steps that I went through, blah, blah, blah. Right. And she's like, cool. Thanks for letting me know. I'm sure it's no big deal. The end of the night comes around and my manager goes, hey, Aline, I'm really glad you said something about that table. They just called and complained about you. <gasps> and I said, what? She goes, oh yeah, God, they no. just called and said that you were overbearing and you were um, you were annoyed that they didn't order any meals. And I said, no. I said, and she goes, I know because you told me the story before 
they even called. She goes, I obviously trust you that like you had a sense about this. Which is nice that they believed you. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was, she was an amazing manager, but I was like, that's ridiculous. She's like, I'm so (sighs) sorry. And when my, when I saw my general manager not too long after he was like, Hey, like what happened with that table? And I was like, this, that, the other. And he was like, okay, cool. He's like, maybe next time if you're sensing it, like, let us know while you're serving like during them. the table so, service yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like I didn't even think anything was that wrong I just thought maybe they're having an off day they're just That's not fine. feeling it yeah 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 you got so, a complaint oh I've gotten oh I've my gotten gosh we should call before. Brandon he'll beat them up for you I know oh, Brandon what are you doing <laughs> these days <laughs> holler I've DM gotten, us I've friends gotten, podcast on Instagram <laughs> yeah I've gotten complaints I've gotten yelled at oh um, yeah 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 I I've know. never gotten yelled at. I've gotten, I've gotten like no tip. I've gotten yeah. like a, quite a few no tips, but I've never gotten. I, yelled I haven't at, gotten luckily. yelled at like often. I've gotten it. Right. I've gotten. But it you live twice. in a very. You worked at a very specific restaurant that is probably more inclined yes. to that type of behavior yeah. than my. I went. I the last three restaurants I worked at were all vegan restaurants, and like, it was, mm. other than some snooty like pompous like dickheads, yes. it was like it, you know what I mean. I wasn't getting the. Uh, yeah the snobby I had, clientele maybe that yours was totally the one was time that the guy <laughs> yelled at me I remember coming back and like he basically his food came out like it was either late or not the way he wanted it so he okay. was like all I wanted was a meal and blah 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 and he like lost it and so I obviously like went to grab a manager and I was like this is what's going on we brought him his meal we brought him another meal took care of it and when I brought it to the table, actually, this is also a great um, lesson. His wife had said, hey, I just want to apologize on behalf of my husband. We've spent In all front day of him? at the... Yeah, she goes, we've spent all day at the hospital because our family member is like really ill and is dying. And she goes, oh. so he's just on his last like leg like it's, kinda, yeah, he's, yeah, just like he's just so having a hard time irritable right now and he was like right. i'm so sorry i'm like don't apologize i completely understand like this is on this is on us and they were so sweet when they were walking out she was like i'm so sorry we should not have taken that out on you and i was like no problem oh and that's on self-awareness and yeah that, that i was like i'm like i'm so down but the second time that somebody yelled at me this one I I will like I have refused to serve them the next after this incident I refused to serve them like the next time that they came in it no was way. two they came in couples. again after oh wow. yeah yeah like so it was two couples that came in the one couple um is a regular and I would see them often okay. um and so he like he would come in and they were just kind of those people that like walked in and thought that they like own the place oh, yeah yeah because they've been there a few times they were like yeah. oh i know i know joe in the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that so kind of thing it was like the guy's birthday of the okay. regulars the woman of the other couple mm-hmm. f- like kind of quartered me on her way to the washroom and was like hey it's his birthday please when you bring the bill can you please give it to me and right. she gave me her card and I said, which I hate when they do anyway. I, know. I usually decline it, but she just like wasn't having it. So I was right. like, okay, these table, this table was like high rollers or like, that's what they, wanted like that's to be what they as. wanted to be perceived <laughs> as. Yeah. And he was ordering as if I had no idea what I was doing. So he'd order stuff off the menu and be like, you know what that is? And I was like, yeah, I've only worked here for like four or five years. Like, buddy, I could tell you what it is. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So he'd order triples and I had to like ask my manager being like, can I even give him a triple? And my manager was like, it's fine. Just like keep an eye on him. Right. Like in terms of over serving, you mean? Yes. And he was so rude and he would, he would bark orders at me 
And when people do that, I have a tendency to slow down my speech. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And give them obnoxious enthusiasm. So if they order something, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, oh my God, you ham it. You go kindergarten teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got to kill them with kindness. Yeah, the contrast. Yeah, I feel like the contrast will make him realize like what an idiot he sounds like. It does. And if anything, it'll just really annoy him. Yeah. And I and it's and that's like, yummy. Yeah. And how can they complain about me being nice? They can't. Right. I'm nice. So he <laughs> you're, you're sneaky. Oh, girl. If you went <laughs> in the industry as long as I have, like you learned yeah, like that's the 100%. little like you, got, you gotta learn the tricks of the trade. So he ate really slowly. He was still eating his meal because he ordered like two, three of the same appetizer. And he was still eating okay, his meal so. while everyone was on their dessert and coffee. So I hadn't brought out his like birthday cake yet. And okay. he eventually was like, I want the bill. And I was like, oh, are you sure I can't get you anything else? Trying to like slow him down to be like, I'm going to bring out, you know, his cake okay. or whatever. Yeah. You and did. he was like, no, no, just the bill. And I said, okay. So I brought the bill and I brought the, the, the machine along with it with the girl's credit card in the machine. Yeah. He did not like that at all. He okay. started absolutely yelling. How Dare <sighs> you give the bill to a woman? Do you have no class? That's disgusting. He did not. Yeah. And I he thought he was joking. Not. I was like, that's no way do you feel that passionately about it. And I was like, how awful. Someone is, your friend is taking you out for your birthday. I was like, I wish I had those problems. Like that's such a, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, And he said, he said, oh, you want to foot a $500 bill? I hope someone gives you a $500 bill to deal with. And I said, honestly, if it was for a friend's birthday, I would love to pay that. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah. He's Ew, like, that's this- disgusting for a woman to pay. How dare you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, and I Ew, looked yeah, at him yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, you're clearly upset by this. I said, which is wild to me. I yeah. said, so I'm so sorry to have ruined your birthday by giving the bill to somebody else. I said, I didn't realize, I said, I didn't realize we were living in the 1800s where women weren't oh. allowed to do anything. Oh my God, you did not. No, and I did say that. Of course I did. Because I was just like, I can't handle this guy. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so upset that oh, I went to, I again, like went to my manager and I was like, hey, I like I can't do this. They ended up getting like um, a couple of like cocktails afterwards and stuff. Like not cocktails, mm-hmm. like Bailey's and whatever. Aperitifs yeah. and whatever, yeah. And my manager was the one that was kind of dealing with them. But when they came in again, um, when they came in again, I was like, I'm not serving them. Like no, I would no literally, I, I'm not doing it. Like that guy was so awful. He was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I just couldn't. I don't even know it. how I would have reacted. I actually like think I would have, I, I don't know how. Yeah. Cause sometimes it, it honestly takes you by surprise. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, I, I learned this saying last year. It's like act your wage. Like if you're getting paid a certain amount, like sometimes yeah. for me, like I take the beating cause I'm like, I don't even care enough yes but that i think would have 100 percent got me riled up there's other people like uh, unfortunately from from a lot of my experiences a lot of them are women mm-hmm. that happen to be in positions of power and they kind of assert it in that situation and they're yeah. like they tip really poorly or they make a lot of passive aggressive comments or they send things back or they complain or or they whatever and then it's the men that are often a little bit like creepier and like don't get the message and like need to go away mm-hmm. but i've 
I feel like my defense for it. I love the talking super slow and being like overly nice. Like oh. killing it with kindness is always the yeah. way to go because it's like, yeah, again, how is somebody going to say anything badly about yeah. somebody that's just been like overly nice? You know what I mean? Yeah. It can bother you, but you can't really complain about it. Totally. What are you gonna say to a yeah. What are you going to say? Um, But I think, yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's just baffling to me that a people still think that way. Obviously they do. We've, we, we know that, but it just like, I couldn't believe it. See like, kind I of honestly, the best and worst of, of people yeah. when they, and, and for me, when I was dating, I don't know if this is the same for you, but like now that I've especially been in service, mm-hmm. seeing how people treat service people is such an indicator for whether they're an asshole or not. Huge. I will Huge. die on this hill. Anybody out there, when you, if you're able to go to restaurants, whatever, and you need to go on some dates, I think like the picnic stuff is great, whatever. You need to see how this person mm-hmm. talks to a service person. Yeah. You need to see. If they snap, if they do the little fake writing thing over your head to get the server's attention, if they like motion you over really seriously and they say like something like that, if they say toots, if they say oh God, oh God. sweetie, yeah. if they say anything, literally, I'm sorry, no, but I, I will never see you again. Or hopefully you can talk to them about it and be like, hey, just so you know, people don't like to be talked to like if this. They, You're talking even to them like, like there's people that don't look at their servers. They just, they order oh God, like yeah. looking down at their menus like, or, which I understand of like I'm an anxiety Wally? kind I'm of thing. A robot. But yeah, yeah. a lot of people do it from like a disrespectful place of like, they think that we're servants It's to not them. worth yeah. looking up for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think that's some of the most mind-blowing things. And it's like, and then by contrast, if you do get a really nice table, mm-hmm. you're like... I love you guys. Yes. Can I sit down with you? I have, yeah. Like, I remember there's, like, a couple that were doing this uh, restaurant crawl for their anniversary, and every single – they were going to, like, five restaurants and getting a cocktail and a an appetizer oh, from each place. It's so cute. Which is, honestly, highly recommended. It seemed like a really cool idea. But we were their fifth sp- stop, and uh, they were fucking loaded. Love that. And they were so fun. They tipped me, like, I think uh, over 100%. They loved me so much. They were so sweet. We were, they're just sitting at the bar. They got nachos. They were talking about so their relationship. Cute. And I was like, but it's so funny because that experience is more, more on the rare side, I'd say. Oh, it's People totally. being like overly wanting to engage and being yeah. sweet. They wanted to like try different tequilas that were on the bar. Yeah. And stuff. It was very cool. I've had like times where I had this one table of like three <laughs> men and the one guy was like, hey, can I get this? Dr- this is when I was serving, not bartending. And he was like, can I get, I'll have this for my drink. And I didn't know what it was. And I was like, sorry. I was like, can-? and I went to our bartender, asked, and she's like, I've never heard of that before. And he's like, Weird. and they were from the States. So he was like, oh, it's this, this, and this. He's like, it usually has this in there. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went to the back and I was like, can we make that? My bartender was like, absolutely no problem. I even asked the manager okay. being like, how do I charge him for it? Whatever. So I go out <laughs> to this guy okay. and I was like, here you go. And I, he had told me his, I think they had like told me their names because I obviously introduced myself and they yes. were the type of table that would be like, oh, thanks. I'm oh, Jim, Tom, I'm and Bob. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Jim, Tom. So I was like, okay. So I hand this guy the cocktail and I was like, oh, and this is our specialty, the gym cocktail. And he was like, oh, it looks exactly like what I thought. And I said, amazing. And he goes, do you want to try it? He didn't even take a sip of it yet. He's like, do you want to try it? He's like, so that you know for next time. And I was like, I mean, I guess. He's like, come take a seat. This is obviously pre-COVID time. Yeah, yeah. So I like sat in their booth. And I'm like oh my God, literally so taking a, an extra straw. I was like, I'll bring you another straw. And I like grabbed the straw and I like took a sip out of this guy's drink. He hadn't touched it, like literally not touched it. And one of my server friend walks by and he's just looking at me like sitting in the table with these inside oh the booth with these like three men sipping on the man's cocktail. It's incredible. <laughs> and I go to the back. He's like, 
Aline, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. He just like wanted me to try his drink so that I could try it out for next time. He's like, honestly, that's the shit that only you could get away with. I was like, one hundred percent. Somebody else would be like, you're literally fired. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. Yeah, but my managers kind of like they just left it. Like if they ever saw me do shit yeah, like that, they just left it because they were like, whatever. She's gonna. These oh people God. are gonna come back to sit in Aline's section. So like, right. What am I gonna Who say? Cares? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh man, the the like the highs that you feel stress um being in service, but then like the mm-hmm. stresses, like the stresses are bad. Yeah, yeah, and like I think as we've kind of because I I mean I'm sure we could tell stories literally all day. Oh, yeah, but how do you feel like service has like set you up as a person now? Because I feel like you learn a lot of life skills Mm -hmm. you develop sometimes a lot of bad habits particularly around like drinking and staying up too late obviously like i think it's a pretty detrimental industry to be in for too long that's why it like very much suits like people in their 20s i think yeah at least from my experience like i'm getting tired of it and i feel like you do learn a lot about yourself and about how you interact with other people but like i'd love to hear what what you feel like you've learned from the service industry i just think that i honestly feel like it has completely shaped me as a person Um, it has given me confidence. You, I think, first of all, I think everybody should work a service job at least once in their life, even if it's for like two minutes, whatever, two months, whatever it has. I have a shift. It'll break you. It'll break you. Yeah. (laughs) I have such respect and appreciation for everything that goes on in a restaurant. It's made me more compassionate. Like that story with the guy that had spent all day at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea what people are going through. So you really don't. You're so much more understanding. And also the fact that it's developed my social skills, which I mean, like I was a pretty outgoing person, but there's there's a there's a different, there's almost like a maturity to it. Cause if you're good at it, you're constantly talking to new people. And if you want to connect with your table, you have to find something to connect with them on. And even if that, that is, a is social just skill. I agree. the food, you're still mm-hmm. doing something. like I Or the weather or anything, whatever it is. You're bridging. Yeah, you're bridging. You're bridging. And so, and honestly, like from my restaurant job, I've had some of the greatest experiences of my life and the greatest friendships. I've gone traveling with these people like you have yeah, yeah. It, they it has like completely changed my life i would honestly say that's amazing yeah so i am that's amazing all for it i've also i also love the restaurant that i've worked at so i can't say the management team every manager that i've worked with has been great and i know that's not always the case obviously so i've just been really really lucky with working with unbelievable managers too that's awesome. Who have just supported who have supported that. me as an individual. Like if I've gone off on a yeah. contract or I've gone traveling, they're like, Aline, go and come back and tell oh. us all about it. And I'm like, oh, That's you're so the best. Nice. Yeah. How do you give that up? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That it, it is hard when you find like a good crew. I know. It's leave. crazy. That's why it kind of sucks you in for so long. It you know really I mean? does. So what about you? Like, what do you think? How do you think it's affected you? Yeah. I mean, like I reflected on this a little bit today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a lot of ways, it really, it puts things in perspective for you, as you said, I think to a certain extent, I don't feel like I'll ever really be super, super stressed out ever again, because I feel like it almost like raises your threshold for like the stress that you can take when you have like a massive table section in the summer, everyone's hot, everyone's trying to get their drinks, everyone's whatever, clawing each other. Yeah. And you're working with people, some of them like you, some of them don't, whatever, and you're like absolutely exhausted. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of go into a higher level of functioning. You do. <laughs> where you're like, 
honestly, whatever. I'm just going to do whatever I can. Your brain works at like a higher level. Yeah. Like I don't think my brain's ever operated better than if I'm like running an entire like patio yes. or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, this person needs ice water. This person needs this. And this person asked I, for ketchup. This person asked for ranch. And you're oh my like, God. I, and then you'd go, you'd go home later and be like, I never got that person. Ugh, their lemon I hate that feeling. <laughs> Um, but I think being in service, as you said, I, I, a hundred percent echoing your point. I think it's such an important experience and I think it's a really transformative experience for a lot of people because it's genuinely humbling. Oh, it's a very humbling experience because not everyone's going to speak to you respectfully. Not everybody's going to be nice to you. A lot of people will, but I think it really shows your true colors on how you can handle with handle conflict within yourself, Mm -hmm. handle conflict, like not be like, Oh yeah, you're talking to me like that. You know what I mean? Like. I think there is an inner strength that comes from swallowing somebody else's negativity and literally spitting it out yes. and being like, I don't need this. Yeah. This is not mine to carry. And that compassion piece where you're like, okay, to be honest, like this person's probably having a really, really bad week. Yeah. If they need to be a bit of a dickhead to me for like an hour and a half, it is not going to ruin my night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're still paying. It's fine. You have to really like put your ego aside. Yeah. And I think that was really important for me as a young person growing up is like, you're on your feet all day. It doesn't really matter. You're like, you kind of have tables that range from like absolute angels to like Satan incarnated. And yeah, I think like you have to be good at talking at your ass, de-escalating situations. Like when people are being like terrible to you, um, not taking anything personally, I Mm -hmm. think is probably like the biggest lesson. And then just like being a really effective communicator. I just think like those are all skills on a resume. Even I'm like, those are killer. Those are killer skills to have. Yeah. And the fact that I can talk my way out of a cardboard box now is, I think, something that I find, mm-hmm. like, I'm a great public speaker now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm really confident with how I speak. And I think a lot of that comes from service when you're exhausted and you have to communicate clearly with people. Yeah. And I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful to the discomfort that it put me in. Totally. And I-, I would do with a little bit less of, like, the sexism and stuff. Yeah. Like, that was pretty rampant. And, like, feeling uncomfortable at work is something that I really don't wish on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think being a conventionally attractive person in the service industry, it's really brought on quite a lot. And I think it's really normalized as being like, oh, like that guy did this or that guy did that or that person said this. And I think that's like the one, like the largest caveat. And I say like the one, it's like the biggest one caveat of the service industry, especially being a female is like, you do get objectified. You have people that say gross things to you. You have people that take you literally being professional as a pass. And that kind of stuff really gets old very fast. You know what I mean? That kind of so stuff. So I think now I have I have like, a shorter fuse for that yes. stuff. I think in general yeah. now, like I think back at even that story that I told earlier at that house party. Now me now mm. would be like, hey dude, read the fucking room. Mm-hmm. Go back and hang out with your friends. I'm not interested. It was really great to meet you. Go talk to Brayden, the hot model, yeah. the hot male model beside you to get your drinks. <laughs> like, but I think at you you kind of have to get a little doe-eyed because you don't want to be confrontational because yes. you are working yeah. and that's like the one thing and is swallowing that is sometimes a bit hard you shut your mouth they might t- they'll tip you <laughs> i know because, and, and, and that's, that end, part's kind of shitty is, you know uh, honestly i'll say this i there was one table i was serving of four guys they were i had a male server walk by and hear the shit that they were saying to me and i was i i was not wearing like a i wasn't working in the bar i wasn't wearing like a dress i was working i was wearing like a full shirt and pants and whatever like tuxedo tuxedo type like shit yeah and the mail server walks by and he's like 
Aline, like, how are you putting up with that right now? It was gross right. jokes. They were not funny. They weren't funny, no. even if it wasn't they're a never gross funny, joke. By the way, and my anyone friend was like, how are funny. you putting up with that? And I was like, honestly, I know they're going to tip me. And at the end of the night, they tipped oh. me 20% on a $500 bill. We love That's it. why I'm going to shut my mouth. Honestly, I know, but it's sucks. Ew, I feel like I'm selling myself. Because I let some disgusting man who's probably married with his kids, like hit on a 20 something year old server who's like literally just trying to pay for her next trip. Like, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. I'll shut my mouth for an hour and a half. No problem. I know. But now I don't think I would. I don't think I I would. I think I still have that in me. (laughs) <laughs> i think i do you have you have a deep well you're like i can go to mexico I, yeah, with yeah, this yeah. money baby I'm i will like, keep my mouth shut paying my mortgage right now like honestly yeah it's true right there's talking. almost there's like a reverse power because mm-hmm. i think it's perceived as the men often have power in those situations no. but really it's us because we're taking their money i used to joke <laughs> around and say i could 1000 percent get that man to tip me 20 percent, 25 percent, just by saying oh you you're gonna be trouble they Aline. love that line spooning the, it yeah. spoon feeding you, the line i'm gonna to have them. to watch out just... for you your trouble easy 25 percent. easy 25%. especially if they're over 52 of course they have oh a black God, card just... no problem i i just that... like i would do Dude, that you're tr- you are trouble <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking trouble listen baby i got a mortgage out of that place <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like i own property now thank you very much <laughs> I'll shut my mouth. No problem. I have yeah. no problem doing that. Thank you so yeah. much, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, but this for is to the Brandon. <laughs> this is dedicated to Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Okay. <laughs> so honestly, though, but if we have one message to bestow, yes, it is to tip your goddamn oh, servers and bartenders. Do. You have no idea if you have the ex- extra cash mm-hmm. to go out and eat at a restaurant, which you should be doing to support service because totally. I think it's a really important part of our industry and our, our economy. And it's just like a lot of amazing people work in service. Tip them, yeah. please. Please don't tip 15%. I know in a perfect world, it would be on the restaurants yes. to make more money to pay them a living wage, but that's just not how it's structured right now. And I think a lot of these people really rely on mm-hmm. the generosity of people's tips. So if you have the money, an extra five bucks that Less. makes or break somebody's night. Yeah, you know it really what I mean? does. It really does. And I think, unfortunately, when it is based in how well they are, as a, like how good they are as a, as a server, I think cut your server some slack, especially getting back into this. Like, yeah, they're nervous era. to be it's there been too. A rough go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun folks out there. So support yeah. your local restaurants. Eat local, folks. Yes, that's all I gotta say about that's that. That's it. Tip I- your server and bartender <laughs> and eat local. Yeah, and honestly, don't call people like toots and shit. <laughs> That's my last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this, sweetheart. Ugh. You have really nice eyes. I know, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I could go on but yeah, forever. Just but be respectful. Yeah. People are people. Be be nice. Treat people like they're people. Yes. Because they're just people. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so eloquent, Kristen. Thank you yeah. so much for that point. <laughs> I need to go eat something. I feel like I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love you. I love you. <laughs> This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thanks so much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast and on our website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and please leave a review. We love you. See you Thursday. <laughs>